Hey, we have an amazing event coming up, the Expert Advantage Workshop Series, where every day for a week, starting on Monday, May 20th, it's myself and another expert coming on to present to you about various kinds of things to help you with your brand and your business. Our brand new experts and residents in pro are gonna be there to co-host these workshops with me, and you're not gonna wanna miss it. You'll have a chance to ask all of them questions, and it's completely free to join. All you have to do is go to smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Wednesday, May 22nd, we're gonna be talking trademarks, copyrights, how to know when to do it, what IP can you do it with, and the common pitfalls that most people fall into when it comes to intellectual property. 101 with Yasmin Salman Hamdan, and you're not gonna wanna miss that on Wednesday, May 22nd. And then finally, to finish off the expert week on Thursday, May 23rd, we're gonna be talking with Pamela Slim, about how to monetize and scale your IP and position it and package it in a way that is unlike anything you've really been taught before. Incredible value from Pamela and all of our experts on our Expert Advantage Week. And all you have to do to sign up and join and get all the links that you need is smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Again, one more time, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Join us on our Expert Advantage Workshop Series. You're not gonna wanna miss it. Again, smartpassiveincome.com slash advantage. Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 444, 444 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for checking me out today, and I cannot wait to share this question for you, and you'll hear in this guy's voice, he just sounds like an awesome person. He almost sounds like somebody who works for James Bond or something. But you'll, you'll hear that in a second. But before, before we get to the Richard's question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com, making it incredibly easy for all of us out there and the three million small businesses that this company already serves, helping us manage our finances from the income that we have, the expenses, and also invoicing. They make it incredibly easy to organize everything. It connects with other third-party products to help us keep track of our books and all those sorts of things, but also it makes it easy come tax season to print out certain forms and just make it easy for us to see the reports that we need to make sure that we have all our numbers straight. So if you want to get a 30-day free trial to this amazing piece of software that has helped me and, like I said, 3 million other small businesses, you can check it out for 30 days for free by going to getfreshbooks.com, and by entering Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. All right, here's today's question from Richard. Hi, Pat. My name is Richard Ladbrook, and I'm a designer in the auto racing series Formula One in the UK. Lots of people dream about working in Formula One, going to Monaco Grand Prix, or designing Ferraris for a living, but only a lucky few get to do it for real. It's very difficult for young people who want to work in Formula One to find out how to get involved. Inspired by what you have achieved with the Green Exam Academy, I created a blog in 2013 called jobinf1.com, which provides free advice and inside tips to anyone who's interested in working in Formula One. It's been a massive success, and earlier this year I published my first ebook, which is now a bestseller in the motorsport category on Amazon. I get a ton of positive feedback, and I'm really grateful to you for the inspiration that you've given me. Thanks a million. My question is about how to take advantage of the spikes in traffic that I get on my site on each race weekend when I get around four times the average number of page views. How would you promote a product to get maximum sales at those times? Thanks again for everything, Pat, and maybe we can get you to a Grand Prix next time you are over in Europe. Hey, Richard, thank you so much for this question. I love your voice, and I think the mic that you used made you sound even cooler. Uh, But also, I would love to take you up on your offer if I'm ever in the 
in, in Europe for any reason, uh, which is a potential. You know, I, I haven't been there yet, and I, I would love to go. There are potential speaking opportunities there every single year for me. So you know, you'll probably hear on the blog or on Twitter or on Instagram at some point when I make my way over over there. And man, to to witness F one in person would would be uh, amazing. Anyway. I love this question because you had mentioned how Green Exam Academy inspired you. Green Exam Academy, for those of you who don't know, is a website I created back in 2007, actually. And it turned into a very successful business helping people pass an exam in the architecture industry. And I love that you've kind of taken that and, and put it into your own niche, Richard, which is great. Now, in the Green Exam Academy space or the lead exam space, there were also seasons. Now, they weren't quite as well-known and probably as popular, and I didn't get 4X traffic come these seasons, but there were certain times of the year when I would see certain spikes. So, for example, not the holidays because people who were professional architects and, and people in the design space took time off at that point. But when the new year happened, when people got back to work in January, I saw massive spikes in my sales just in general and in, in traffic the summer months not so good because people are spending time with their kids they're not thinking about work and those sorts of things but after summer when the kids are back in school and people are focusing on their career building september october those were great months as well for that particular business so i think it's important for everybody out there listening to to understand what are the seasons in your business there are fluctuations there are trends going to google trends is a great place to actually see based on when people are searching for certain keywords, what the trends are in your space as well. So everybody, you could do that right now. Go to trends.google.com, type in your search key, search terms or other secondary tertiary search terms related to your topic, and you'll see, sort of, you'll get an idea of what, what the trends are, and you also get some interesting articles that pop up, letters that indicate certain spikes and why these happened in your space. So it could be very interesting, actually, and enlightening to see that. But anyway, going back to your question, Richard, how do you maximize and take advantage of the attention spikes that you receive on race weekend? Well, first of all, you have to know when they're coming up, and obviously you know this already. So planning ahead, even months ahead, can help you moving forward. And what I would do is actually I would take out a giant calendar, a yearly calendar, mark off those race dates, and Work backwards from there to see when you can fit in certain promotions, and the best thing to do is have stuff leading up to race week so that you can, at that moment in time, have when you have that giant spike, have a lot of people's attention, and have already made contact with people in that space so that when they see you come out with these special promotions and uh, sort, of, sort of seasonal deals, if, if you want to go that, yeah, that route, which is one option we'll talk about more in a sec, you're going to be more likely to convert people. I think more than anything, because you're getting more traffic, in addition to trying to sell more, you might even benefit more by just having people subscribe to you in some sort of way. That way, whether they purchase from you then or purchase from you later, you're going to have their email address so you can have them in your system and can you know pitch them later, offer them value later, inform them and help them later when other deals come out, when other news in F1 comes out as well. And so I would definitely... Try to, if anything, during that time, and even if you were to only do this during those uh, race periods, during the attention spikes, to have more opt-in forms than usual on your site. And what I mean by that is perhaps use pop-ups or there's this thing called opt-in monster, which is great lead pages for those of you who use lead pages for building uh, and, and, and increasing your conversion rate into your email list. They have an option for this as well. When somebody comes to your site and they leave, you can offer them something before they leave in exchange for their email address, and that's going to help you. And you know, more than anything, 
I think some live stuff would help help out as well. If you are using Periscope, for example, or you are doing some webinars or you're creating really special events for your brand around these other special events that are happening in your industry as well, it could really, really help you. I think one thing you could do is have sort of race weekend recaps where you then sell or pitch these other products that you have to offer as well. I mean, you can get creative with this. I think you could potentially, because this happens multiple times throughout the year, test to see what works well for you. Now, I had mentioned earlier creating deals and special promotions and things like that. And I used to do that on my site too. I'd have a welcome back from summer coupon code or you know, let's start the new year off right deals and all those sorts of things. And you know, I've been hesitant lately to consider using coupon codes on certain products because, you know, I've heard from a lot of marketers out there recently that it, it essentially says that, you know, your product that you're selling with the coupon codes uh, in it isn't actually as expensive or as valuable as you are initially placing it for. You know, when when you put a coupon on something, that's you know, pe- you're still making money off of it. People know, and it kind of just cheapens your product. And so I would hesitate to do that. But what I would do is have special race weekend bonuses, for example. So there might be some bonus access to interviews with certain race race racers and, and and maybe pit crew members and that sort of thing, maybe special bonuses related to getting special jobs or special, maybe you have a list of special jobs that are available just during that weekend, which you can give people access to either by giving you their email address or purchasing your product um, and all those sorts of things as well. But again, I think the most important thing is to collect people's email addresses. You're going to get heightened traffic and traffic it's easier to sell to people who have some sort of relationship with you instead of who are coming to your site right then and there who are likely finding you through Google and other other spots and other links for example who are just who are just you know meeting you for the first time collect their email address before anything but then you could get them down a funnel or pitch them stuff and then when race weekend comes along then you have the idea of okay well what are these limited bonuses that they can get access to just this weekend so you would have some sort of deadline to it as well which would help you increase the sales as well because whenever you put scarcity into something where there's a limit um, there's going to have a, there's going to be that FOMO that FOMO fear of missing out and people hate to miss out on deals people hate to miss out on information that they could have gotten access to earlier and all those sorts of things. So I would definitely make use of scarcity and these limited deals that only happen during these race weekends. I would hesitate to use coupon codes and cheapen your product. I would be more likely to include certain bonuses that are only available those weekends. So Richard, I hope that answers your questions. Kind of a lot, definitely a brain dump here as I'm kind of reminded of the things I used to do and things I wish I'd done better. But I hope that helps you. I would love to stay in contact with you, just see how this works for you because um, I think this would be a great case study, something that we could share on the SPI podcast as well at some point. But if you're interested, reach out to me. If not, no worries. But we're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt anyway for having your question featured here on the show. Thank you so much. You're going to hear from my assistant, Jessica, in the next couple of weeks for having your question featured so we can collect your information and send that over to you. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. Thanks to the guys over at speakpipe.com as well for making it easy for me to collect your questions because, of course, this this show wouldn't even be around if it wasn't for all of you and your questions as well. So, again, thank you, Richard. Thank you to everybody who's left a question out there. I'm answering as many as I can five days a week here on Ask Pat. Woo! (laughs) Slow down a little bit, right? Now, I also need to thank FreshBooks.com for the amazing work that they do to make our lives easier as entrepreneurs when we're 
when we're spending money, when we're earning money, when we're invoicing. It just makes it incredibly easy for us to organize all of that. So we spend less time trying to reorganize everything we organized incorrectly the first time, like what I did when I first started, which was organize everything in Excel. Now, that was somewhat helpful, of course, and when I hired a CPA, you know, my chart sort of made sense, but FreshBooks just makes it super easy with a couple clicks of a button. You can see your profit and loss, your balance sheets, uh, and, and everything else that you have going on in your business. So you can make wise decisions based on your finances and move forward without the headaches and stress. So if you want to check it out for 30 days for free, go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Thank you so much. All right, here's a quote to end the day and end this episode by Sonia Simone, who's the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer of Copyblogger. She said, the secret is to spend most of your time in creative energy building assets that you control. So again, Richard, going back to your, uh, your question here, when you build that email list, that's an asset that you can control. When you just have traffic coming to your site, unless you collect those email addresses, you might not get those people back and you won't be able to have control over them. So, cheers, thank you so much, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.